I'm Maureen Ellsbury. I'm Caleb Hanks. And I'm Jason McClellan. Let's do this. Looks like this planet is next in line. They travel from world to world, making everyone stupid. Oh my God, they're like flying televisions. This is the Rogue Planet Podcast, taking you straight into the future, but sort of. So what if I love a robot? It's not hurting anybody. There's a new internet nerd. Listening. Greetings, people of Earth, and welcome to the Rogue Planet Podcast. We are in the heart of October, mid-October. Uh, Halloween's right around the corner. That's next week, guys. Wow. Yeah, I think I need to go buy candy. I don't want to have my house am, egged. Got to go stock I up on candy. Prepared. But I do have a skeleton hanging on my front door, so I'm proud of that. You're like a, a regular old American classroom, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am, and. Uh, Got some like pumpkin figures out by the door too, and some fake cobwebs up that uh, go right along with the real cobwebs that are around my windows. I have one pumpkin scented candle in my living room, and that's all. Except my roommate is a mortician, so that's all the dark morbidness I need. Oh, uh, that's probably more than you need. I, I think you're set. Yeah, he's not like he's not like a dark person. He's actually like the most like just fun kind of positive person in the world so i think that's so you're the not kind living of people in, you're not living uh, in six feet under no i don't come home and it's like <laughs> the undertaker from wrestling's lair but he does uh he does have a a giant black great dane named morty like uh as in short morty. for mortician yeah i picked that up fun stuff it sounds like it well, speaking of fun stuff, guys, we made it. It is Back to the Future Day, October 21st, 2015. Yeah. We'll talk more about that soon. But uh, first, Maureen, after almost a month on the road, you're finally home. How does it feel? Uh, it feels weird. I'm still getting used to it. I uh, have temporarily moved to Bainbridge Island in Washington, so it's a big change from the desert. Um I don't know. I'm kind of in a weird state where I haven't fully unpacked my car yet. And I kind of want to just get back in and keep going. <laughs> um, but at least, you know, I, I don't have to talk to you guys on the side of the road in my car over a crappy connection. Yeah, Yay! the crappy connection probably, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't too fun. And it probably sucked for you, too, interrupting your trip, having to stop and hang out in a parking lot rather than drive or be at a cool place oh, like the beach. It was the most talking I did probably on my whole trip. <laughs> Frankly, I'm surprised you remember how to talk when we would call you. But uh, yeah, I had some. I would say there were some some uh, spot and go moments. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> during that time. All right, guys. Well, back to the future day. Let's talk a little bit about that. The internet is uh, exploding a little more than I thought it would today. But uh, kind of back to the future overload today. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's really good that uh, hopefully, I, I bet it's going to happen every uh, October 21st for uh, ongoing times, but there's been so many faked photos over the last five years or so with people thinking it was the actual date, but it was uh, photoshopped from 2015. So this is actually the legit date. And so I think that's cool because finally we can stop yelling at people who post incorrectly online. 
Yeah, and uh, it's cool seeing all of the the rounds that uh, Michael J. Fox and the the guys from the the movie are are making today, doing a lot of interviews, and I guess Nike's actually going to launch their self lacing shoes and. Um, Interesting things coming out today, so I have to catch up on all the news, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of been back to the future everywhere today. And I'm going to do my duty, and I'm going to rewatch Back to the Future 2 tonight. Does it make you kind of depressed to know that we have made it to 2015, and it's definitely not as cool as Back to the Future 2? I think 2015 is pretty cool. Well, But not we as cool as the Jaws hologram. I was just about to say, no Jaws 19. Well, now we have Sharknado. Yeah. So you you have a trade-off, but it's basically the same. (laughs) I don't know. People dressed a lot cooler in Back to the Future 2. I don't know if I would call that cool. (laughs) I mean, I'd be stoked to dress like that. So I got to share a little uh, Back to the Future story here. Uh, This morning while I was working, I was watching the news. And uh, in Seattle, they were interviewing this guy at the um, Living Computers Museum, and they're having a big event to celebrate Back to the Future Day. Yeah. And um, the guy that was introducing stuff was dressed as Marty McFly, and they had a DeLorean there. And then the newscaster informed everyone that this guy's actual name was Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was dying, and I was like, what? Wow. And so his parents named him Luke Skywalker. Um, coolest parents ever, but oh, that's awesome! So of course I, I was like, I need to know this guy somehow, and so I I kind of uh, googled him, and his Facebook came up, and I clicked on him, and apparently a bunch of my friends know him, so <laughs> wow, I might weird. actually get to meet Luke Skywalker. All right, that's pretty cool. If I play my cards right. <laughs> so that's where he is in the new Star Wars trailer. He's hanging out in Hill Valley in a DeLorean. Hill Valley, Seattle. Yep. Yeah. The greatest part not the greatest part but one of the many great parts about back to the future too is the fact that griff the bully um for whatever reason sounds like bobcat goldwaith hey mcfly i thought i told you to stay put (laughs) since when did you become the confrontational type (laughs) then he's gilbert godfrey (laughs) hey mcfly i thought i told you never to come in here you son of a bitch. I don't remember that happening. I just happening, wanted a Caleb. Pepsi. <laughs> Griffbert Gottfried. Griffbert Gottfried. Yes. We'll have to do a, a, a nice uh, improv with that, Caleb, sometime. Oh, we will. R- remind me of that. I've got some ideas. But... I'm actually looking at a picture of Michael J. Fox right now getting his uh, self-lacing Nikes for the first time. Yeah, he seems amped. It's pretty rad, yeah. And it's it's really cool that... You know, the, the characters from the movie, the, the actors, um, come out to support all these new products that are coming out. You know, Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox were in a Toyota commercial for their new uh, Toyota that's a fuel cell car or whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, they've been they've been busy today, probably the busiest they've been in a while. But uh, let's talk about X-Files. Good, uh, exciting new X-Files trailer which, as Maureen pointed out, got overshadowed a bit by the Star Wars trailer, which we'll talk about soon. But new X-Files trailer, the basic premise of it, Maureen, is that uh, they're questioning the reality of of the X-Files. 
questioning what you believe, wondering if everything that uh, they've been fed through the X-Files is, is real or not. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think they're going to try to go that route and say that all the alien stuff has all been government conspiracy? I up? really hope I, – I hope not. I think that um, – I don't think they possibly could. If- I think that a lot of people would be really annoyed at Chris Carter if they yeah. if they go that route. And I think he wants to really illustrate, you know, the online spying and right. conspiracy that we're always being watched. So he's throwing Mulder into this turmoil, which I think we've seen him go through a billion times already where he says, wait, but is this real or is what they're trying to tell us here real? And they're trying to, you know, fake it with this. It's the whole thing of, of you know... Um, a lot of UFO stories are uh, disinfo agents where, I mean, at least theoretically, where, um, for instance, the case where uh, a guy went crazy because he was led to believe all these secret planes were actually aliens when they were indeed secret planes. Um, so I think we're probably going to see a lot of that type of scenario play out. Um and it's going to confuse the hell out of Mulder. Like I've been saying uh, for some time now is I think that Mulder's mind is going to explode with the internet. Like he's never had the internet really before the way that it is now to where he can Google any sort of conspiracy and a thousand billion things will pop up. His uh, uh, his porn obsession can go into overload. Oh, for sure. So um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. I would be pretty annoyed if they went the route of all of a sudden like, oh, all those monsters that you witnessed and who physically attacked you are not real. Like that doesn't right. really make sense. I could see that with the arc of the alien stuff. But again, we've seen they the see so much of that, that. We've seen them. Yeah. And so I, I unless Mulder was on some serious hallucinogenic drugs, which is quite possible, too. Uh, yeah, they just then, shoot a big hope- DMT dart into his neck every time. Yeah, every every episode for a hundred and two hundred some episodes. Yeah, whatever. he just wakes just- up in a pile of his own filth and realizes it was all a dream. Like Jesus Christ, Scully, <laughs> we drank, we drank way too much. <laughs> you, you know what's interesting is, uh, well, I guess it's probably not that interesting because I don't know what this clip was, but. Right before the trailer aired, because I did watch it right away, um, timed within a few seconds of the Star Wars trailer, uh, is I found a clip which I thought was the trailer that somebody had recorded from um, Eastern Standard Time and uploaded. And it had Scully saying, Mulder, we've got another call. There's monsters in it. And so I thought I had watched hmm. the trailer already and it had that line in it. And I was like, oh, badass. Um, we know there's going to be Monster of the Week episodes, but the way she says it was really cool. But I don't know now where that came from uh, or whether that was somebody clipping it from a previous season. Right. Interesting. Next week, we'll have to have Ryan Sprague on, not to give us any spoilers, but... He is the only one from our group who has actually seen the first episode of The X-Files because he was at New York Comic Con and got to see the first episode. So 
curious to talk to him about his impressions. Um, Jerk the, face. The, uh, the strict instructions that he can't give anything away. Right. Let's move on to Star Wars, guys. Big, big Star Wars. The final trailer before we all see Star Wars in December. So, I gotta say, like everybody else, like most people who saw this trailer, pretty freaking excited. Um, really exciting trailer. Showed us a lot with still showing us nothing. Can I just say how well they did with the trailer situation? Because usually by now, you have a trailer coming out three years before the movie, and then you see almost the entire film in the series of trailers that come out beforehand. We've had three very distinct trailers and, like, you know, like a couple of Comic-Con things. But they have really done a good job with not just completely giving away everything, and I'm so happy about that. I am too, absolutely. Bravo. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. I'm going to... So the first time, or the, the big first trailer, I actually teared up during. Of course, I was on my way to the Star Wars celebration, so I think that had a lot to do with it. We're home. But this trailer, <laughs> I kind of was... I mean, it wasn't that I was underwhelmed. Um, I think the trailer was cool. I just didn't feel as much emotional connection right. to it, I think, as I did to the, the first one. Right. But now well, there's... Think... Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I think that also, like, after so long, it, with a with a with like a, a series like Star Wars, you build up in your head so much what, that tra- what this trailer was going to be that when, like, you see it, it's almost like... I was expecting to see, like, Luke Skywalker levitating and blowing shit up with his mind. <laughs> and I think too, it's probably like we've just been inundated with uh, Star Wars stuff everywhere. I mean, grocery stores, ev- every store has a billion Star Wars products in it right now, which I am not knocking. Um, it's just taken over this entire year, pretty much. We we just it's Star Wars everything. Um, love that again, uh, but it's probably numbing me a little bit as in the trailer situation but i'm a little worried about this can we talk about the screenshot uh where you're going there crying i am going there (laughs) so the internet's freaking out because ray is crying over what appears to be a dead chewbacca now we do not know if this is true or whether he was injured or if it is in fact chewbacca in the screenshot it's like a split second um, or if it's Luke, but, but, because we know Luke is all bushy with his beard and stuff. So maybe he got super hairy, like being out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Well, so, but the hairy bum Luke, I don't know. It's, it, it will be interesting. And, and I discussed this with Jason a little bit, Caleb and, and Jason mentioned, well, Peter Mayhew can't exactly run around, the run through the forest, kicking ass stuff. like he used to. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of speculation as to killing off somebody because um you had back in the day they said uh or um Harrison Ford was saying how he didn't want to reprise the role unless they killed off Han Solo there's um I got the impression that Ray is uh Han's daughter a lot of people have that That's impression what a lot of people think but I could be wrong then, then again we see her not knowing anything about his past I think, that but 
parents can still, keep secrets. I think there's a lot of pressure uh, for them to kill off somebody familiar to to give the intensity like shit is really still hitting the fan and in Star Wars there are casualties and that's not really something that we saw a whole lot of in the series. I, I right. kind of write off the prequels because I just don't really care about them anymore. No. Um, but never really did, really. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I would be super... I think everybody would obviously be super bummed to see some main character die. But as I've been talking to my friend who is... He's, you know, really, really good with storytelling and and making people kind of connect with the the audience. Killing people off, killing off, you know, strong characters is, you know, a really big way to show how you know, important how intense the story is. And when you have something as epic as Star Wars and you have somebody coming in like Kylo Ren, who's supposed to be the new generation's Darth Vader, you're probably going to see some some people getting getting knocked off just to show, like, this guy is a badass. Like, this guy does mean business. So I wouldn't be surprised to see... I wouldn't be surprised to see Chewbacca die. I wouldn't be surprised to see Luke die. I, I think you're probably right. I'm going to say that it won't be shocking uh, to see both Luke and Chewbacca die, and here's why. I, I agree with you with the killing off main characters um, and the, the value in that um, or the lack of a huge problem if that happens in the storytelling. Luke is an easy one. That's a cheat, you know, just like Obi-Wan. Like, you kill Luke, that's yeah. fine because he's still going to exist in his and- his glowing spirit form. But Chewbacca, on the other hand, that's like dead is dead. Yeah, and and I agree. They pretty much have to kill somebody big off, um, and especially with all the pressure George R. R. Martin put on the "Let's kill off all the major characters" game with Game of Thrones. Mm. Uh, that they got thanks George step up to yeah exactly you ruined everything. No, um, and and what's interesting is a lot of people are freaking out because Luke was not in the theatrical poster um Mm -hmm. and everyone's commenting about not seeing him in the trailers though i do think that that uh mechanical hand on r2v2 is it's got to be luke yes um and but i was telling jason i said wait a minute where is c3po that's right (laughs) so he's another one i think he'll he'll get killed off too he's in the Uh, poster yeah but but he's not in any of the trailers not in the trailer yeah but they can't they can't they can't just go ahead and give everybody everything in the trailer. You know, it's going to be more fun, in my opinion, to see them for the first time, like, in some weird situation. Like, I think it, I was thinking the other day, like, I wonder what the hell C-3PO is doing. Because obviously, the the mechanical hand, it, it's got to be Luke Skywalker. I even saw some leaked pictures of, um, of like, some action figures that are coming out with the with the film that looked pretty legitimate, and it, and it had the mechanical hand, and it, you know, on his right hand, and, and, and it was Luke. Um, so, obviously, R2's out there, so I'm sure C-3PO's off annoying the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Um, I, I saw an interesting uh, little meme the other day, which was the screenshot of Leia crying into Han's chest, get off my man. Um, but it just said, yeah, like something about, but why does Han need so many pens? I was like, I don't know. I don't think they're actually pens, but yeah, in uh, that, maybe he just has a lot of writing to do in that, uh, crying scene. That's, that's a good indicator 
to us that somebody dies and somebody she cares about. I don't think she's crying that much about 3PO if he dies. So we'll, we'll cross that off the list. So I yeah, think it's it's a good bet that it's either going to be Luke or, or Chewie. Or maybe uh, she finally found out that Han was actually married. Uh, yeah, like that's right. But I think she'd be like kicking him in the nuts or punching him or something. Yeah. yeah. Not crying. She's <laughs> she's stronger than that. So one thing too also are they so all all of the extended universe books. I know that the the majority of the extended universe stuff is is out the window as far as this new universe. But is it correct that all the books of the extended universe, the novels following the Star Wars uh saga, those are all out the window too? I believe so. Yeah, I've heard because yeah, because because I know in the novels, just from reading like random Wikipedia bullshit, because I'm a huge nerd, um, that Chewbacca dies on like some moon in a war when he's like four hundred years old or something yeah. like that. So well, I don't I know. know. Yeah, huh. yeah. And in uh, Lucas's original treatments for the next three movies, of course, Luke was. Bad. supposed to turn bad um yeah that is his destiny so we'll see if that actually happens in this film a lot of people are suspecting that he does yeah. you know i i started i kind of went down the rabbit hole with youtube videos the other night and kind of just got on this whole kick of like actually watching george lucas explain some of the things that he was trying to in um in star wars and Maybe it was really obvious. I don't think it was really necessarily obvious to me, and maybe I'd heard this and just had never really thought too much about it. But it's actually pretty damn good storytelling when you look at how Anakin Skywalker actually was actually fulfilled the prophecy of returning balance to the Force. It wasn't Luke. And I think a lot of people get that, um, get the impression that the prophecy was bullshit and Luke Skywalker came and, and saved the day. What actually happened was Luke just helped Anakin Skywalker see who he was, and he actually did. Darth Vader, or Anakin, ended up killing Palpatine and and allowing himself to be killed by Palpatine, therefore destroying the dark side. So in in the world of Star Wars, the prophecy was completely true. That's deep, Caleb. I know, but it's it's really not that obvious. Well, it is when you tell it like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's really not that obvious if you're an, if you just don't pay attention to shit like me well i'll just say that i'm super pumped like so many other people and i have my tickets to see the movie in 3d on the 17th of december so as do i um we will have a fun episode after that yeah, Jason has seen the movie one hour ahead of me, so he will be mid-movie while I'm just starting. That's right. Yeah, we will have an episode uh, shortly after we have all seen the movie to uh, run down all of our all of our thoughts, all of our frustrations, all of our happiness, whatever happens. But on the topic of the need to kill people, let's go into our monster of the week. This week, <laughs> I chose a gem of a character for us. A little guy known as Red Cap. And Red Cap freaks me out. This is a, a, a creature that comes from like really like English, Scottish folklore. It's like a dwarf or a goblin or an elf. And they like to live in like uh, castle ruins. 
And I'll read the description from this website called mythicalcreaturesguide.com. And it says that red caps must kill regularly. So what they do is they, they go around killing people, uh, travelers mostly, and they have these little caps on their head, these little hats, and they dye their hats and their victims' blood. So right. they have to kill regularly because if the blood on their hat dries out, they die. So they've got to keep that fresh blood on their hats. They're apparently very fast, despite being very small and weird looking and carrying giant weapons. So uh, outrunning red caps is supposedly impossible. And it's funny thinking about these things because in my mind, I'm picturing the leprechaun from the movie Leprechaun. Think about that thing, like running after you really fast is quite comical. Hat. Yes, with a red hat. These things are uh, – so, so the website says they're depicted as sturdy old men with red eyes, talon hands, and large teeth, wearing a red cap and bearing a pike staff in the left hand. These things are freaky. They're supposed to be about four feet tall too, right? Yeah. Like, four feet tall and super goblin. fast. Yeah. It's totally Hoggle from Labyrinth. He even had a yes. red cap. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the inspiration. Creepy dudes. Yeah, there's some really terrifying depictions of red cap uh, goblins. And he's actually also been a character that's been infiltrated into a lot of different video games. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. As well as uh, like sort of Magic the Gathering type of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I did see a story where a woman was reporting that her friend was visiting Castle Ruins and, and took a picture in... Uh, when she saw the the picture before they left, she saw what she alleges to be a mysterious figure wearing a red hat in the, no the background. And uh, having heard about red cap goblins, took off running. Uh, she oh, seems that's freaky! To have gotten away, but who knows uh, how much truth there is to that story? Uh, but it does kind of make you not necessarily want to tour all these castle ruins. Uh, by yourself because if you step onto their territory they're gonna get you well or just bring someone that's slower than you yeah so you, you want somebody slow guy behind kind of like with bears or you want to go to a, a ruin where somebody's recently died because then the uh, red caps will have moist hats they'll, they'll be well, good yeah, to go for a while I, I, but how long does it take <laughs> i don't know I, dry out, I don't i don't regularly soak my cap in blood so i'm not the one to ask about this if you guys want to see something really freaky, this is kind of like, uh, well, just theorizing that Hoggle actually is a red cap. If you just type in uh, Hoggle to Google, I think they start popping up. Or type up, um, if you type in Hoggle, the first thing that pops up on the left is found. So what happened was he got left, like they left the actual body of Hoggle at I think like an airport in Alabama. And they just, like, lost him. And so the lost and found people found him. But so over the past years, his face has just been deteriorating. And they had him, like, in a museum. But, the like, the leather and the latex is just coming apart. And he basically just looks like a zombie. And it is terrifying. I'm trying to. That sounds horrible. It's really, really freaky. Well, Mr. Caleb, since you uh, uttered the word zombie... Let's get into our movie of the week. Yay! Go for it, Caleb. 
Well, everybody, I like to torture my friends and sometimes myself. So this week they uh, granted me the ability of picking our movie, and I said I'm probably not going to watch it otherwise. So I forced us all to watch the film Zombievers on Netflix. Um, Just a little uh, pre-story. The film has one star, and rightly so. I would dare say... Um, for it being a terrible movie and you're looking for a terrible movie because you enjoy just watching things crash and burn, I'd say this is probably top of the list. Um, it is a horrible, horrible piece of crap. And for that, um, I, I really enjoy it. I enjoyed, when I was a kid, I kind of had this obsession with the animal, the beaver, because they're just ridiculous and they have giant pancakes for tails and giant buck teeth, and they chew on trees. And I just thought they were really funny, so I thought to myself, old self, your younger self would be very, very pleased to know that in the future there was a film called Zombievers where the beavers became zombies and ate people and turned people into human-zombie-beaver hybrids. That's just, just the stuff half the, of dreams. The point of the movie. <laughs> what do you mean? You can see all that in the trailer. <laughs> them turning into the human zombie beavers yeah i guess i never watched the trailer so yeah it's in the trailer i had already seen this um a few months ago and i actually thought it was hilarious because the whole point is it's it's a parody of all horror movies um and they just went so much as to create this utterly ridiculous piece of crap and you know it's a parody because uh there's a scene where the three girls, they, they basically go up to a cabin to have sex with their boyfriends and drink a bunch. Um, so the three girls went to go swimming, and one has her top off, and this crotchety old mountain man with a gun comes out of the woods. Smith and with he a tells Y. Her, yeah, so he tells her to put her shirt back on. And so that's why well, you know it's a parody. That would never happen in real life. It would never happen in real life. And I love that that he's in that in that movie. He's the only like real actor in that movie. I think it's Rex Lynn, and uh, I love Rex Lynn. He's uh, known mostly for CSI Miami and Cliffhanger, but he's perfect in that role. I love him. He's just this total country hick with his shotgun. And the greatest part is when he and others become zombievers themselves. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, when that first um, happened, since quick. I hadn't seen the trailer, I was amazed. Yes, Caleb? For, for those at home, I just want to give you a little spoiler alert. So if you don't want to know what happens at the very beginning of the movie, this is a this is a spoiler. Um, if you didn't notice who these two people were at the very beginning of the film, I thought this was actually really funny. It's um, the comedian Bill Burr and John Mayer, the musician, driving down the road in this pickup truck, having this ridiculous dialogue, and they're the ones that end up basically contaminating the water with what turns the beavers into zombies. So that, to me, was pretty damn funny. And not to mention the gag reel at the end, just seeing all the ridiculous shit those guys say to each other. Well, their dialogue at the beginning is the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I just thought that was it, very odd. It was John Mayer. That It is weird. And you know what? I didn't actually know that it was John Mayer until just now. I didn't uh, know that, that either. That does make it more funny. Um also, at the ending, if you watch or you fast forward through the credits, uh, did you happen to do that, Caleb, or were you out of there so quickly? I did not, but I know I know what's at the end. 
I actually yeah. do, I don't I, think I saw it. What I've is seen it? this movie twice, and I still haven't watched it all the way through to see this part. Well, um, so there's a little like hint of a sequel. Oh, nice. <laughs> with with a different animal. Okay. So, so spoilers, everybody. You got to tell me what it is. Bees, zombies. Oh Jesus. <laughs> That's actually amazing. <laughs> it was, I I mean, granted, I was drinking when I watched uh, this movie, of course, because it's just like a hilarious comedy. And um, and I was laughing so hard. You can find it. You can find it on its own if you Google zombies. Yeah. Sequel to Zombievers or whatever that you'll be able to find. It is that, quite but... a hilarious movie. Um, the Beavers. Rather than using CGI, they used animatronics that look <laughs> really <Hell> yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, they're, they're just hilarious looking. And uh, part of the fun for me watching this movie, um, I had the the subtitles on, and when the the grizzly bear uh, becomes a zombie, the subtitles even call it that. They say zombie bear roars. <laughs> <laughs> That is so awesome. Yeah, the zombie bear was the shit. I enjoyed that a lot. But the best of the people, the people look so ridiculous, and the teeth are, like, way too big, and, oh, man, they're just comical. So, yeah, if you're looking for a fantastic comedy, just kind of a rip on college kids going to the woods horror movies, this is it, man. Yeah, but uh, it's it's uh, definitely not on the scary side. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're really scared of everything and then uh you may piss your pants who knows but you know what the the relationship these kids had is not far off from normal horror movies where you have a group of college kids going off into the woods and drinking and having sex or whatever it seems that in a lot of movies where this is the plot this group of kids hates each other like you wonder why they're friends yeah. Because they're assholes and, to each other. They really don't like each other. Like, if I'm going to go on a trip with people, I, I tend to like them. And in most horror movies, that's not the case. Like, they're always at each other's throats. They can't stand each other. Very interesting. They're, they're always frenemies. Frenemies. Um, and I'd like to point out, Caleb, that um, the star rating on Netflix is a bit weird because Jason and I had this issue with um, the last movie we talked about. Oh, that's uh, right. Zombievers is actually listed as two and a half stars on my Netflix. Oh, weird. Yeah, I totally, guess like totally inconsistent. Yeah, and so it's bizarre. about it's like three and a half on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh, that's weird. Um, yeah, Caleb, thank you for your your delightful selection. I enjoyed it. Hey, no problem. Anytime and. I wanted to comment real quickly on on what you were talking about, Maureen, about how like most of the time it's the 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 thing of like they're friends but they hate each other and blah blah blah. Did you guys happen to see the remake of um, the Evil Dead? No, I didn't. The, it's like wait the the really recent one. Yeah, the really recent one. No, I didn't see it yet. You know, if you want to see, I mean, in my opinion, as far as like a realistic depiction in the real world of what would happen if that started going on. I thought that movie was like damn near perfect. And it's also 
the reason why everybody's at the cabin is something that I haven't seen done in any other horror movie. If you get a chance, if you want like a really good, like not overtly gory, but just freaky ass fun movie, totally watch that. It is, it's awesome. I loved it. Speaking of freaky movies, Jason, you're up for next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your task is to actually try and pick a scary movie. I will certainly try that. Pressure, I will on. certainly try that. But, I mean, without giving anything away, um, I think for next week, because it is the week of Halloween, we're going to do something different than we've done the rest of the month. And I think we are each going to pick a movie. I think we're going to have three movies for next week. Yeah. We, we've we've got some catching up to do, specifically because we've kind of ignored uh, more traditional Halloween movies um, and certainly horror movies, which is the point of Halloween horror movies. So we'll uh, we'll get deeper into our movies next week. But guys, I think that is it. So unless you guys have anything else to discuss, we'll wrap it up. I think I'm good. Yeah, I I think I'm all talked out. Well, all right then. Uh, Be sure to check out our wonderful website, RoguePlanet.tv, for the latest in geeky news and all sorts of interesting stuff. We post regular UFO headlines on there and other interesting things. So we'll be back next week with more horror movies, another monster. Well, that's it. We're done. We'll see you in the future. Adios. Uh, See you later, children. (laughs) 